It's the e-commerce master plan podcast here to help you grow your e-commerce business faster and more efficiently by cutting through the hype to bring you inspiration and guidance from the e-commerce sector and beyond. Here's your host, Chloe Thomas. Hello, Master Plan World. Welcome to our latest podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to have you listening. I'm Chloe Thomas, creator of the e-commerce Master Plan, author, speaker and consultant, and I focus on e-commerce business strategy and marketing. We're going to dive straight in today, so I want to introduce you to today's special guest. Kimmery Santiago is the creator and owner of Saltopia, an online-only business selling just one product, Salt. Not just any salt, natural sea salt infused with amazing flavours. The business launched back in December 2011 and the website went live the following month. And now they're on target this year for a turnover of half a million dollars, 50% of which will come from online and 50% of which will come from wholesale. Hi, Kimmery. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I've just given our listeners a very quick overview of you and your business and where you've got to. So how did you get started off in e-commerce? Um, honestly, you know, being a startup company and just having this idea that was truly a closet hobby and a passion of mine that my friends encouraged me to take to a farmer's market to see, you know, they thought my product was great. So they took, they said, you should try selling this to others. And I really wasn't ever in the, the mindset of starting a business at all. I mean, here I was a young mother. I had a newborn baby on my hip and I had a two-year-old in my other hand. Hmm. And so starting a business was like, what? I would never think <laughs> of this. So truly it was not a plan. And then when I started gifting my passion and my closet hobby to others, uh, they encouraged me to go out and start selling it. So on a whim, I said, okay, well, why not? It'll get me out of the house a few hours a week. And stand at a farmer's market and talk to adults instead of, you know, wiping <laughs> wiping butts and changing diapers and <laughs> feeding babies. So that's where it really got started. And honestly, after the first day at a farmer's market, I sold out. I brought, I think, 50 little plastic jars with me of my salt creations. And I was selling them, I think, around 7 or $8 a piece. And when I came home from the market that day, I realized I really have something here. And this could be much bigger, but then how do I do this? How do I become a mom? How, how do I maintain being the mom, the full-time yeah. mom with two little babies, but then also have a company and, and run a business and have product? So the tr the only outlet, and thank goodness for that these days, is to have a website where you can you know drive sales. And so that's when saltopiasalts.com launched. And uh, it's been obviously the core of our income since. So you... you we meant, I mentioned in the intro that you also wholesale. So was wholesale just something that kind of grew naturally out of the e-commerce business? Absolutely. So we went from, you know, working at farmer's markets and launching the website, saltopiasalts.com, um, to then, you know, growing within that. So then through our website, we would meet people who obviously would buy our product and own stores. They would own gourmet stores, gift stores, and they would reach out to me via email and say, hey, you know, I just bought your salts online. I love them. Love that. I own a shop. Can I carry these? And I thought, well, of course. Why not, right? Yeah. Um, but I think without that e-commerce, you know, connection, people wouldn't know about our product at all. So it was a really great um, – not only was it a great place to sell our product, but it's a great place to share information about our product um, for others that might want to carry it wholesale. So that's really where the wholesale business um, you know, got started and started to blossom and grow. Excellent. Hopefully 50-50 split this year. Yes, it is. I mean, and it's so key. I mean, 
you really need to have a diversified business uh, from everything that I, I've learned to understand in the almost five years of doing this now. <clears throat> having a diversified business is so important because, you know, the retail operation is also seasonal for us. So we get huge bursts of sales during holidays, whether it be Christmas or Thanksgiving or, you know, like 4th of July is coming up. We'll do a huge barbecue, you know, yeah. insult uh, sale. But then there's lulls. And so in between those lulls, you really count on your wholesale business to pick up, you know, where you might be, uh, you know, lagging a little bit. Well, it's always good to have a couple of routes to market as well, isn't it? Because then you've got, you know, even even if you're only selling e-commerce, you still want to have, you don't want to be totally reliant on Google AdWords. You want to have Google AdWords and Facebook ads or email and SEO. The more kind of routes to market you've got, the the more solid your business is. Absolutely. And, and another, um, you know, addendum to that that we, we always try to focus on is the right types of e-commerce partners. So if you think about wholesale and, and mom and pop shops reaching out to you because they bought your product or they know about your website and they want to start, re, you know, reselling your product as well in their storefronts, the same goes for someone who owns another type of e-commerce company. Um, we sell through abesmarket.com, which is actually just was bought out by directeats.com. And, you know, they sell our product for us as well because they're a organic food company. And so folks know more about them and they have a lot bigger budget to advertise and they get a lot more traffic. So it's a great place to partner and make sure your brand gets in there so that their audience also now has access to you. Well, yeah, it's brilliant brand awareness, isn't it? It sure is. So everyone's kind of pretty much have worked out from your accent that you're in the USA. So are you a purely US focused business at the moment or are you are you a bit global? Where are you selling to? We actually are global. You'd be surprised. Um, how I'm actually kind of shocked sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, how do these people know about me? Um, it's really kind of crazy. But believe it or not, we do have a really, really great following in Europe. Uh, we send a ton of product to Germany, um, to France. Uh, our our biggest shipments go to Japan. Really? Um, <laughs> sounds nuts, right? Like, what, what are these people doing? Um, we do. We send a ton of product to Japan. We probably... Um, send huge boxes and I'll group ship for folks in Japan and we send huge boxes out to them. So we have a really wonderful following there and very, very grateful. Oh, wow. And um, we've mentioned that the product is salt, but um, how many different flavors are you now selling? Because it's not just one item, is it really? <laughs> right. No, we uh, currently, the, the way that our company is set up, and, and I think that's one of the things that really makes us so unique to perhaps other companies that sell flavored salts or what have you, is that, um, number one, we use 28 different salts. We currently have import um, partners and farming partners in 24 different countries Ooh. around the world. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like Most people don't realize that you know there's so many different types of salts out there depending upon where you live and where, what country you're in, right? And this is all so sea salt. It's all naturally harvested sea salt. And what that wow. means is, is that it's unrefined. It's untouched. It's the way Great Mother Earth intended it to be. So what we do is we take that salt that's clean and no bleach in it, no anti-caking agents in it, no chemical agents in it. Um, we leave it exactly how it's supposed to be and then we infuse it with flavor. So if you want to have a garlic salt, well, we've got garlic salt, but it's organic garlic and pure clean sea salt. So we've done that um, with now a little over 60 flavors. Gosh. So we have all kinds of crazy flavors. We have pretty much every flavor you can imagine. And we are also competitive. I mean, everybody sells truffle salt. Everybody sells smoked salt. Well, we got those too. 
Um, but we also have chocolate and mint infused sea salt. We have cinnamon and peach infused sea salt. We have coconut infused sea salt. So we really take it to a much higher level. So if so, you're like a true salt junkie, you're going to find it here. So getting slightly completely off the topic of what we're supposed to be talking about, salts infused with sweet flavors, what do people use them on? Good question, right? Um, well, the good news is that every single one of our salts is has a recipe card. So if you are kind of like, I have no idea, um, we have we offer recipes to kind of jumpstart your relationship with that salt itself. But at the end of the day, it's just salt. So if you salt your eggs in the morning, well, then why not try our habanero infused sea salt? I mean, you put Tabasco on your eggs and, and you put some salt on your eggs. Well, why not a pure version of that concept with our habanero infused sea salt? Um, what about the rim of a cocktail? I mean, there's nothing more lovely than like a margarita, you know, oh, strawberry goodness. margarita in the summertime. Why wouldn't you, you rim that with strawberry infused sea salt? So all of our salts are really just meant to add flavor and it's a, a, a burst of gourmet flavor. Salt, the reason that salt is added to every single recipe, I mean, it's the number one ingredient that is yeah. in every single recipe out there, including ice cream. The reason that it's added is because it, what salt does is it opens your palate. It opens your palate so you're able to taste the, the flavor. If you just sliced a tomato and ate the tomato, it'd probably be okay. You could tell it was a tomato, but you add salt to that tomato and suddenly it's, wow, that's a good tomato. Cool. Uh, we'll come back to a lot, to a lot of the, the areas you just touched on shortly. But first off, let's, let's finish off where the business is at the minute. So you're, what platform are you selling? Are you a Magento or a Shopify or have you gone bespoke? We actually use a company called Weebly. I don't know if you have heard of them. Is that W-E-B-L-Y? That's correct, ah, yes. yes. Yeah. And one of the reasons I chose them, and I'm still with them, uh, is because when I first launched my um, website, it was free. <clears throat> you know, here I was, a struggling young mom with two babies, and I really didn't know if this business was going to be a business. Like, I never planned for us to be doing a half million sale, half million sales, you know, five years mm. in. Um, I really just kind of was like, well, I don't know where this is going, so I'm not going to, I'm going to try to not spend as much, as much money as possible, right? <laughs> um, my, my focus was diapers and formula and making sure I fed my kids. So Weebly.com offered a free platform. It was free, literally free. And then you can upgrade if, you know, you saw, saw things going better. So believe it or not, um, you could just for a, a fraction, you know, a fractional cost, Mark, very, very inexpensively, you could get rid of the you know, saltopiasalts.weebly.com at the end of your URL mm -hmm. and drop that for a small fee. So I figured that's a good place to start. And truth be told, it is an incredible platform. It's a drag and drop solution. So if you're not like technically savvy like myself and you don't have tons of time or money to invest in hiring web designers and, you know, all these different folks that are really technically, um, you know, educated, this is a great solution. Because you can change things on the fly, you can build your own site, you can add your own, you know, imagery, and really all you need to do is learn how to use your mouse and drag and drop stuff. So if you could do that and you can use a mouse, you can have a really great site. And if you look at saltopiasalts.com today, I still, you know, run it, manage it, drive it, um, and it's not free anymore, <laughs> but, um, but it's not expensive either. And yeah, considering the fact it's doing that we're the job doing you need so it to well, do. Exactly. And right now it's kind of silly for me to switch platforms because I've got like, you know, everything there and for me to take 
the leap and move on to a different platform. It, I don't know. Right now, this is really working. So why right. change? And it would be a big old project. And you've got other big projects on the go that are going to help you grow faster than Correct. simply changing website. That's so, exactly right. So, Kimmer, you, you've said that your team, or that you're doing quite a bit on the website and, and that at the moment. So what is your, is, are there other people in the team or is it literally just you at the moment? No, we actually have a, a staff um, because we manufacture Mm-hmm. Our manufacturing facility is, you know, key to the focus of our business. Um, we manufacture pretty much five days a week, where that includes the process of, you know, importing. We import on a regular basis um, close to thirty to 40,000 pounds every mm-hmm. single, any given month. You can, you'll see an import of 30, 30 to 40,000 pounds. We're the largest importer of naturally harvested salt in the Northeast wow. of America. Yeah, so it's pretty pretty great. <laughs> but that requires a ton of evil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because so. you, you've got to do quite a lot to that salt before it's ready to sell, haven't you? Right. <laughs> I mean, I think the physical physical labor aspect is more than anything. But um, so, so, yeah, we, we do have a, a staff here regularly, daily, to not only help drive the import, but also um, the process of, you know, infusing the products, jarring the products, packaging the products, labeling, uh, shipping, all of that. And um, so that's all on the manufacturer side, on the, the retail, the selling, the wholesaling side. Is there anyone other than you or is it, is it all on you at the moment? That, that exclusively falls on my shoulders, which is why the interactive piece is so key. Because when you're the president of your company and you're in charge of buying and selling and managing your staff, um, you know, the hours that you need to extend to make sure that you can pay all of your staff and continue sales coming in, it's limited. And so my, my website and being able to, you know, send out email blasts are really key. Like I need to be able to say, okay, well, I know I'm not going to be able to make all these sales calls today, but I have a list of 2000, you know, mm. small, small store owners in the United States and they all need to know about an upcoming sale I'm driving. Yeah. So I'm going to schedule that email to blast out, you know, tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. because I know I won't get to it between now and then. And then that'll be like my 2,000 sales calls I've made tomorrow morning. <laughs> I, I mean, like it's the way you silly. think about that. Yeah, that's really how it works. And I think that, you know, one of the great things about that platform is, yes, everyone's inbox gets tons of junk. But if it's if people have asked to be put on your list, they want to read your emails. So I yeah. never go out and buy lists. Yeah. Oh, I no, never sure do that. Yeah, I, I can't stand that because I'm one of those people that will delete it immediately or unsubscribe. <laughs> so folks are looking forward to your email. And I think as long as you speak to them, you know, in a personal tone and you connect with them in the same way you did originally, then, you know, email works. And it is like making those 2000 phone calls that next morning. Cool. Well, look, I wanted to come back on uh, something you touched on a couple of times during those those initial questions, which was you mentioned that on your website, you've got a lot of um, a lot of content, a lot of how tos. You mentioned that with every single salt, someone gets a recipe. So, how how important to you personally, or for the business, for the marketing and repeat sales and so forth, is all that content that you're creating? Because that's you know, for sixty or different salt flavors, have sixty different recipes. That alone is a lot of work. It's uh, mind boggling, and that's probably. You know, when folks say to me, what's your biggest challenge in business? So, well, my biggest challenge in life is balancing business between family. But my biggest challenge in business is finding the time to make sure that the content stays fresh, Mm -hmm. um, especially with social media. And there's so many different social media outlets. And um, 
you know, you got to be on Instagram, you got to be on Facebook, you got to have Twitter. So I, I realized, you know, over the months and months of trying to be great at each of these that I'm not going to be. I'm not going to do an awesome job at all of them. It's good to have something on each of them, but pick the one that I've really gotten to be the best on and I've gotten the most followers on and plug content there. And That's then simultaneously great, great advice. <laughs> for yeah, everyone I mean, out there, you don't have to do everything. Pick the one you get on with your customers like and just focus on that one. Brilliant advice. Exactly. And then do you write all the content for the blog? I do. I write pretty much everything. The recipes and everything come from, um, you know, myself, staff members. They come from customers. A lot of times we'll get recipes directly from our customers saying, hey, try this. It's so good. I'm like, oh, it's a great idea. So, you know, we try to incorporate a lot of things and then source it back to them. It makes them feel part of the community. Awesome. Um, And uh, talking of awesome, what do you think is the most awesome thing about your business right now? Oh, um, <laughs> <laughs> can you pick something? Uh, yes. How about, uh, how about this? We, I think we finally are in a place of not feeling completely all over the place. Uh, for a grow, a small growing company that is doubling in size annually. And, you know, if you're doing all the right things online and making all the right connections, uh, you will double in size. I mean, it's just inevitable. There's just so much wonderful business online and people are really excited about supporting small businesses, you know, new, new ideas and fresh ideas. I think that it gets overwhelming because, you know, if you think about how fast you could grow, it becomes really overwhelming. And how do you manage that? How do you manage that time-wise so you're not losing your mind? And mm-hmm. I think that there's been times over the last few years that I've literally fallen on the floor put myself in fetal position and cried and been like, what are we doing? This is crazy. But now I feel like this is the first year where we've gotten a good rhythm down. Like we know how to, you know, deliver and, and handle things that we promise and not overpromise and not under deliver. And we're all kind of in a good rhythm and that's really exciting. Yeah. And it's, it's, um, let's face it, we all have those days where we just want to crawl up on the floor. And it's, it's awesome that you're willing, you know, willing to share that with everybody. And I think it's, um, I've, I've gone through similar processes myself. And I've, I've tried to explain to people and it kind of got got to the fact that it's, it's kind of like when you're, you're driving down the road, and you're in second gear doing 40 miles an hour, and then you change up to third, and you're still going just as fast, but God, is it easier? (laughs) (laughs) that is exactly it (laughs) that's such a good analogy it's just it's like oh oh that's better every you know the car feels better somehow you feel more relaxed it's it's one of those definitely that's that's really cool so do you think that's do you think you've reached that point because a lot of the things you've been testing over the last couple of years have finally come good or is it more about you finally found the right way to do things both I would say that it's a combination of both and it's also a combination of um, that and staff you know, I think a huge challenge is hiring folks that are going to go through the bumps and grinds with you of building a business. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. You know, there's going to be some pretty great, great times and celebrations where everybody wants to be a part of it. And there's going to be some really hard times where things fall apart and you didn't deliver, you lost the business, whatever it might be, right? Yeah. Um, so those are the times where you see who's going to stick around. And, and that's really key. It's, I think staff is incredibly hard. And 
it's something that I decided to take a giant back step back from because I don't think that, you know, like again, here I was a mom starting this business that was never intended. I was never an HR person. I was never a, the head of a business. So I know what I'm good at and I know what I'm not. And I'm okay to say I am not good at accounting. I'm not good at legal advice. So I needed a good accountant and I need a really good lawyer. And I'm really not good at hiring people. I mean, my, my philosophy on hiring was, are you free? Do you breathe? <laughs> Do you happen to have at least one of two hands? <laughs> I mean, that's like not very good. <laughs> um, so instead, I hired an HR consultant. So it's not having an H, you know, a full-time HR mm. person. But it's an HR consultant. This person comes in, helps hire, helps fire. Because I also don't have a backbone to fire. <laughs> I'm always like, I don't want them to be mad at me. And that's crazy. I'm the president of a company. Like, no, get backbone <laughs> or find someone that will. Um, just having silly things in place like an employee handbook. Um, making sure that you're covered because if you're not and someone, you know, gets injured at work or decides, you know, they're angry about so who knows. Um, yeah, and, and, and you're not just hiring office workers, are you? You're hiring manufacturing people. That's exactly They're right. around big, heavy, moving objects. So That's right. Yeah. So our employee handbook, in, in fact, says if you can't lift 75 pounds, which that's a lot of weight, mm -hmm. um, you know, then this this will not be the right type of job for you. I mean, that's bottom line because a lot of our jobs require lifting 75 pound bags of salt. So, yeah, and if someone can't lift that, they're not of a great deal of use to you, are they? Well, for not for specific, um, you know, roles for other yeah. things, and maybe yes, but like not for what we need in the manufacturing area. Okay, well, I have I have one more question for you. Um, I think I only have one more. We'll see. Um, I have one more question for you in in this bit, which is um, on your website. You've got a pop up running, but it's mm -hmm. not a pop up to get people to sign up to your emails. It's a pop up to get people to share you on social media. I want just wonder what the thinking was behind that, and what what led you to putting that in place. Um, that's a good question. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I think that it goes back to what I was just saying about the email um, scenario. So so you can sign up for email on our website, but my biggest goal is to get the message out about what we're doing and why we're different. And you know, two key, key things about, I think, just the world, worldwide right now, people are concerned about what they're eating and their health. You know, especially yeah. here in America, the food industry got really screwed up got really screwed up, you know, back in the 50s and 60s. And it's gone downhill since then. And finally, I think America woke up in the last decade and said, we are sick of being sick. We are sick of being obese. We are sick of dying young. We are sick of our children having tumors the size of, you know, softballs in their stomachs. What is going on? And therefore, the food movement has taken a huge kick. People are interested in information and there is so much information out there. What's going to make you different? What's going to set you aside? And folks right now are just out on the web. They're out reading everything. Put it in front of them. Always get it in front of them and don't ask for anything first. When you ask for an email address, you're asking for them to give to you. Give to them first. Let them be interested in you first because if you're putting the right information in front of them, they're going to come back and they're going to sign up for more, but let it be on their time. And I think that there's, there's, you know, 
one thing that I've learned in business is wow your customers, overexcite them, please them, even if they're not your customers first. Like, please them, give it to them, let them know that you're the best at what you do. And this is what you do. And this is how great you do it. And this is what you're going to share with them. And you're going to give it to them and wow them and over please them and over excite them. And that's what's going to create loyalty. And that's what's going to create people signing up for things and sharing and all of that. That was a really good answer. <laughs> thank, so, you. Thank, thank you for that one. Um, I knew I had another question I used to ask you before we moved into top tips, which is what's, um, what's on the radar at the moment? What's on your to-do list? Ooh, what's on my to-do list? Okay. Um, well, on my to-do list, uh, I think it's launch. We're going to be launching a, a book. So a, a cookbook oh, cool. that is going to be filled with recipes and connections. Um, it, it's so completely backward from <laughs> what this conversation is all about in terms of, you know, online and whatnot. But Funny enough, I'm, I'm an old school traditional gal who loves a paper invitation in the mail and a paper thank you card that was handwritten. And no matter how much online business we focus on and how much our world is so digitally driven, it's really nice to get something that was just written on paper, has a story. You can get into your bed with on a you know rainy Sunday morning with a cup of tea and just flip through. And so I think that that has been um, just something that is on my to-do list for a very long time, just getting back to tradition. And I think it is part of the mindset of our customer. Our customer is this person who is interested in getting back to their roots, getting back to health, getting back to growing in their garden and sitting down to dinner with their families without an iPhone in front of them, you know, tapping away. So the cookbook is part of that. And uh, I'm really excited about it. And of course, we're going to have some sort of app that you can download on your smartphone. Mm-hmm. Well, you know. <laughs> the junkies that just can't seem to put away the technology uh, that will also be able to reference back and forth between the, the book and Brilliant. Well, more. look, when those are live, let me know and uh, we'll make sure they go up on the show notes page and uh, we'll let people know about it too. Yeah, that's so nice of you. Thank you very much. Okay, it's time for the top tips round. And I love this section because it gives all of us some really quick ideas for taking our businesses to the next level. So first up, Kimmery, is the book top tip. If everyone listening to this podcast agreed to take Friday off and read a book to make their business better, which book would you recommend? Oh boy. Um, Which book would I recommend? You know, it's... uh... This is a book I always go back to, and I'm so sorry I'm going to do this to your audience, but I love this book. Uh, it goes, I would say, The Giving Tree by Shel Silverstein. It's a children's book. It's I don't think it's on audio or even on online. I'm not really sure, but it's a children's book. It's a simple read, and it's a reminder about you know putting your customer first and putting those that matter to you first. And that's really at the root of I think, what should be at the root of business. Oh, what a cool choice. So the traffic top tip next, which marketing method do you either prize above all others or think doesn't get the press it deserves? Traffic tip. (laughs) Oh, that's a hard one because I feel like it (laughs) depends on your type of business. But um, Which one works for you? I would say the the e-commerce partners. So finding the right e-commerce partners, like the abesmarket.com for me has been 
phenomenal um, and making sure that, you know, you're partnered with the right types of businesses mm-hmm. online that drive then targeted traffic. You can drive tons of traffic from, you know, SEO, but is it the right traffic and is that going to actually turn into sales? I mean, we've spent a ton of money doing Google search and, and you know, other types of SEO search and just, is it targeted and is it really transitioning to sales? I don't really think that that's worked for us. So the right partners have been excellent. Cool. A great tip. And so next, the tool top tip, maybe a collaboration tool, social media plugin, a phone app, or just a way of working. Is there a cool little tool you use that makes you and your team more efficient day to day? Yes, there is a really cool app that you can download called um, Hootsuite. I don't know if you've heard of it. Oh, yeah, I love Hootsuite. <laughs> so maybe it's a repeat, sorry. No, no, we like, we like repeats because then it shows us okay. the even better items. Perfect. So someone who, who's like me, who I do run all of the online digital media, social media stuff. Um, I don't have a ton of time, but Hootsuite allows you to schedule the same message or different messages across you know, multiple social media platforms and then um, launch them accordingly. So it works really well. Excellent. And then the last top tip is our startup top tip. If you met someone this weekend who's thinking of starting an e-commerce business, what would be your first piece of advice for them? Listen to as many people as you can, but don't take all the advice. So kind of listen to everybody, but you don't have to listen to everybody. (laughs) Do what's right, you know, do what's right for you. and, And always remember that even while it's online, it's still you. It's still a part of you. So that passion and that drive, um, that will come through. And that will be a part of your, your e-commerce business. Well, Master Plan World, you can find those top tips and links to everything else we've been chatting about in today's episode by going to ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash 66. That's the number six, followed by the number six. Gimmery, before we say goodbye, would you like to let the listeners know where they can find you and your business on the web and social media? Yes, thank you so much. Um, you can visit us online at saltopiasalts.com. All of our social media links are at the top of our website, so you can click onto our YouTube channel, Instagram, Facebook page. Um, you can pretty much find us everywhere. If you'd like to shop and you want to try our salts, then we have a discount code for you oh, today, if that's cool. okay with you, Chloe. That's awesome. We love a discount code. Okay, great. So if you'd like to shop on saltopiasalts.com, you can use the code CHLOE at awesome. checkout. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And that is spelled C-H. L O E. And that will give you 25% off your entire cart. 25%? Are you sure? Absolutely. <laughs> oh, cool. Right. Well, everybody, head over to saltopiasalts.com and use the discount code, which is my name, um, and, uh, and get your discounts. That sounds brilliant. And your salt, of course, as well. Um, I'll add links to all of that and everything else we talked about in the show notes together with that discount code. Masterplan World, you can find those at ecommercemasterplan.com forward slash 66, or just go to the website, click on the podcast tab, or use the search box. Kimmery, thank you for being on the e-commerce master plan podcast today, for being so generous telling us all about how you've been building Sortopia Salts and for the phenomenal discount code. Thank you so much for having me. I had a wonderful time. Well, I don't know about all of you, but I am now off to find myself some salt with that fantastic discount code. But what what great insight from Kimmery of how she came up with a great product, tried it at a farmer's market, 
realized within within a few days that this was going to work, got it going on e-commerce and has used that to build a, a wholesale business alongside the, the online business, whilst also helping educate people about how to make their food tastier and be healthier all at the same time. If you've enjoyed this episode, please do come back and listen to more, but also uh, tell your friends about it because I want to help as many e-commerce people as possible. And that means getting more people to listen to the podcast. So please do let them know. And if you can't think of anyone to let know, then uh, then go onto iTunes and leave us a review because that will, due to algorithms and such things, put it in front of more people. Um, also, a little something for you guys. Earlier this year, we published my brand new book, Customer Manipulation. And right now you can get the first chapter totally for free at customermanipulation.com. It's also available on audiobook on, uh, on both Audible and iTunes if you're, if you're more of an audio person, which you may well be given you're li- listening to my podcast. So everybody, um, have a great week and keep optimizing. Thank you for listening to the e-commerce master plan podcast. Find out more at ecommercemasterplan.com.